Welcome to the SN Off the Shelf podcast. I'm Russell Redmond, Senior Editor at Supermarket News. In driving its lead with fresh, accelerate with digital strategy, the Kroger company aims to build a seamless ecosystem in which customers can move easily between channels and get the same high-quality experience. That includes shifting between brick-and-mortar stores and digital and among in-store shopping, pickup, and delivery. Technology, unsurprisingly, is playing a pivotal role. On the e-commerce side, Kroger has opened six customer fulfillment centers and nine supporting spoke facilities under its more than four-year-old partnership with Ocado Group. These high-tech facilities use Ocado's automation and artificial intelligence technology to fill online grocery delivery orders, including in markets where Kroger doesn't have physical stores. But that's not all. Kroger, which serves more than 60 million households annually, is leveraging the vast stores of data from across its physical and virtual properties and brands to create more personalized experiences and value for customers. The company also is using tech-based solutions and its data and analytics capabilities, for example, to hone its supply chain to improve product freshness, expedite pickup and delivery service, and introduce new on-trend items in its Our Brands portfolio. Speaking with SN today is Yale Cossett, Senior Vice President and Chief Information Officer at the Kroger Company, who will shed more light on Kroger's strategy, its use of technology and data analytics, and how that positions Kroger going forward. Thanks for joining us today, Yale. Well, thank you for having me, Russ. Uh, it's a pleasure and honor to uh, to uh, join you today. Okay. And, and of course, um, we... Supermarket News this year has named Kroger uh, as its uh, Retailer of the Year, which is a, an annual uh, de- designation that, that we give to retailers with outstanding performance and uh, vision. Uh, let me start off by uh, asking you, uh, could you just describe Kroger's vision of the its seamless ecosystem and how that's being enabled by technology? Sure. So it, it all starts really with our purpose, which is to feed the human spirit, which could not have come to life any louder in the past few years in in our industry. Uh, Our aspiration is to be the destination uh, for our customers for their food needs. Um, At the heart of our vision for our seamless ecosystem is really the the, the precise understanding of our customer. You kind of touched on it when you you pointed the the ability, the opportunity to leverage data to really understand what matters to every single customer, what they want, uh, from the freshest product for a simple meal they cook at home to a quality fresh meal solution when they're on the go. So what they want, when they want it, uh, whether they're you know doing their weekly uh, shop or looking for an immediate solution uh, delivered to them in 30 minutes, and also how they want it. Do they want to go to the store? Do they want to pick it up? Uh, do they want to get a delivery to their home? All this without having to compromise on the freshness quality or the value they get from from Kroger. So our seamless ecosystem is about bringing all of our assets together, our stores, our dedicated facilities, as you pointed out, uh, leveraging technology capabilities, our partners, uh, petabytes of data about customer preferences, ultimately to bring that seamless experience to life to fit the context of your day, your need. So data and technology is present across the entire ecosystem. 
from the data that fuels our AI and, and personalization science, oh. uh, the autonomous vehicles that uh, you see in certain uh, geographies delivering new order, uh, the robots that are uh, flying, or, or I should say <laughs> navigating the, the, the dedicated facility for order fulfillment, sensors that are helping monitor freshness of our products from the farm to the store, and ultimately to the customer's home. It's all about putting that data, that technology at the service of our associates to bring these experiences to life, uh, making their lives easier, and ultimately at the service of our customers, simplifying how they shop and how they eat. Mm -hmm. Well, um, so far, I think Kroger has opened, correct me if I'm wrong, 10 of the uh, Akata Automated Customer Fulfillment Centers. No, I'm sorry, they opened six of those. And... I think nine of the spoke sites are now operational. So in light of the seamless ecosystem, how do you leverage technology like Ocado to deliver on your vision? Yeah, very, very good question, Russ. Our strategic partnership with Ocado is a critical component to the ecosystem that helps us deliver that seamless experience. They are a pioneer in the space of automated fulfillment and, and a, a strong innovator. And they bring us the, the technology, the automation, that allows us to deliver uh, some superior experience for our customers when we do delivery. Mm -hmm. Briefly, maybe on, on how they fit in the, in the ecosystems, there's really two big components to how we solve for the customer experience, both critical to our ecosystem. The first one, um, probably the more, uh, the, the more established one, is leveraging our stores, which have great proximity to the customer for pickup and delivery. They have the full assortment available for fulfillment of these orders. And we can deliver to our customers, you know, anywhere from two hours, three hours, and as fast as 30 minutes. So really a, a strong uh, opportunity to leverage our stores and, and, and the asset that we've invested and developed for over 130 years uh, to get to that uh, customer and leverage that proximity. The second uh, piece of the uh, second component is how we leverage the scale and reliability of large mm -hmm. facility to serve larger geographies right. or enter new geographies with a superior uh, uh, customer experience. So Okado helps us accomplish the latter, the second component. Whether it's in existing geographies, uh, as you pointed out, we've opened and, and we are live in, in uh, several different uh, existing markets or mm -hmm. complementing our stores, um, uh, in these markets, and, and but also new geographies uh, like Florida, where we launched last year and were able to reach 20 million new consumers uh, with that single facility and, and uh, supporting spokes. So with, with Ocado, we build large facilities that are capable of, of fulfilling millions of orders with extremely sophisticated AI and robotics uh, for automation. An order can be picked, like a, a 40 to 50 item order can be picked in a matter of five minutes, which is, you know, and impossible to achieve uh, uh, in a normal <laughs> right. infrastructure. Uh, we use, uh, in this facility, we use data to predict what's available in the facility, sensors and robotics to automate the, the process of picking and batching. Uh, our AI uh, optimizes everything from the picking order, the batching of the order, the delivery route of our vans. Again, the data and technology is at the service of, of scale, uh, reliability, and superior customer experience. But it's hard to explain. You, uh, our, <laughs> team would be, uh, our team would be delighted to have you visit. Uh, uh, candidly, it's, uh, there, there is so much uh, complexity and, and, and technology uh, embedded in a facility. It's, until you see it live, it's, you, it's hard to fully comprehend uh, all the innovation and advanced tech that, that brings these facilities to life.
Well, I definitely would love to visit one at some point. I ho hopefully I'll get the chance uh, in the near future. Um, how would you say the rollout of the Ocado facilities has progressed to this point? As you pointed out earlier, we've uh, we've most of the facilities have only gone live uh, recently, but we are very pleased with the rollout, the pace of the rollout, and the ramp up progress. Um, like I said, also our our ecosystem combining our stores and large facility is allowing us to capture more trips from our customers, more occasions, but also more customers, as we demonstrated in, in Florida. One of the maybe the best gauge uh, of, on how things are going is to look at the market like Florida and the progress we made. Right. A geography where we did not have any stores, we don't have any stores uh, in, in that uh, geography. And the feedback we have gotten from the customers in Florida is that the experience is outstanding. And, and back to my opening point, it is all about the experience. It is all about how the customer perceives and values that engagement. So fresh products, great choice and great quality, great value, and the experience is top notch. Uh, in Florida with our refrigerated uh, vans, which seems like <laughs> a simple things, but it ensures everything stays at the temperature it is meant to stay again, guaranteeing that freshness. And our trained associates provide this end-to-end -end service, which delights our customers. So we see the all the, the typical traditional e-commerce uh, uh, or omni-channel metrics repeat rate, frequency of shopping, the growth of the shopping basket that they uh, uh, put through the orders mm -hmm. uh, that we see in Florida has been a huge testament of that success and how much of an impact when you bring all these capabilities together, you can have on, on the customer experience. Yeah, I think one of the things that uh, people didn't anticipate when the Okada deal was announced uh, four plus years ago was the number of spoke and spoke the supporting facilities coming out. Uh, can you touch uh, briefly on what that means to uh, this network? I know it expands the service uh, radius of the, the CFCs. Yeah, two two big purposes. One is, as you, as you said, Russ, um, it expands the reach. So you can reach... Uh, customers, you could drive technically in a van called eight hours away from, from one of our large facilities. The problem with that is you lose efficiency uh, and you lose you know, productivity from the, the overall asset. So when we, when we open a large facility, we look at the surrounding geographies and strategically leveraging the data and, and the understanding of customer density, we decide where we open spokes. The purpose is you, you create a relay point. You you have larger uh, transportation vehicle go to the spoke that then get broken down into vans to go into the customer neighborhoods. So that's one point. We also use that as an anchor when we go into brand new geographies. Uh, so right. in Atlanta, where we, we have been uh, operating for, for a long time, uh, we've been able to leverage the facility in Atlanta the large facility and support it with a spoke and new geographies in, in markets where we've never operated. Uh, that allows us to create that density that really and maintain that top uh, quality experience for the customer. Right. I think also in um, Dallas, is it the, the spoke there? Yep. Well, it, it, into Oklahoma, the, actually, an Oklahoma City spoke works exactly. with, I think, the CFC in Dallas, is it? And yes. now Kroger can serve Oklahoma, where I think it doesn't have stores currently. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, just in, in 2022, uh, we're talking about having the ability to reach tens of millions of consumers that we could not reach in the past. Mm -hmm. So it's really leveraging the, the combination of our asset, our stores and uh, medium and large size facilities and the supporting spokes is really about 
delivering amazing quality experience to the customer while also reaching more families in America. Well, uh, a little bit more on that part of it. Uh, well, I mentioned overall Kroger serves over 60 million households each year. Um, how is Kroger leveraging all the, the troves of data from all those customer interactions and transactions to personalize this omni-channel shopping experience that it's uh, fine-tuning? And also, I guess as kind of a corollary question, what role does the, the Boost by Kroger membership program play in driving customer loyalty? Well, back to the focusing on what matters to the customer, we can't do that if we don't understand uh, them very precisely. So we don't do, uh, we don't optimize the experience for everybody. We really try to personalize every aspect of the every, every uh, experience for every customer. Mm -hmm. So that's where the data comes in place. So data and our science are ubiquitous, universal across our omnichannel customer experience. It fuels the, the science that underpins our personalization for our customers. Giving you some, some example illustration, last year alone, we presented over 2 trillion personalized recommendation to our customers, billions of personalized digital offers. So you could get thousands of offers at any given time, but nobody shops thousands of items at a given time. There right. are specific items that are relevant to you, your 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 preferences, your shopping behavior. Mm -hmm. You may be over-indexing on, on healthy products or newer products. And, and it's really our job is to simplify that experience by personalizing it, by surfacing what really matters, uh, will matter to you. So bringing value to our customers on the products that matter to them at that moment in time. Our lo loyalty uh, uh, platform is anchored on that customer data. Uh, mm -hmm. That's how we create that relevant, personalized engagement at every touch point. Uh, and as it relates to Boost, uh, our membership program, we bring additional benefits and value to our loyal customers through that program, be it additional offers on, on products they love, uh, opportunities to save more on fuel, mm -hmm. which has been a, a huge, huge uh, appeal for our customers, especially in the current environment. Uh, obviously, the the, the, mm -hmm. the free access to delivery and, and, and the pickup services and many more benefits with, with many more to come. It really is a, a new vehicle for us to expand our uh, uh, loyalty platform, which is uh, accessible to, and available for everybody. The, the membership program, the paid membership program is, is one dimension to it. Uh, we already see how Boost members are taking advantage of these benefits, which is, again, a, a, the best testament when when you deliver a service is to see how customers react to it. They're shopping more frequently. They engage across more experiences. Maybe they were exclusively shopping in stores. Now they shop in store with pickup and delivery. Because right. again, the, the, the membership program allows us to surface new values, new opportunities for them to get that special experience. Well, also part of uh, Kroger's vision is leading with fresh. Um, how is the company using new technology to enhance its fresh food operations? I mean, you talked about even just some of the complexity of the the van is trying to deliver it uh, to keep the the optimum freshness for for customers. But uh, what about in stores and and uh, in the supply chain? You'd you'd be surprised. This is a, <laughs> a huge huge priority for us. And, and, and also a huge opportunity, I think, for the, the, the consumer, our customers, and, and the industry. Customers value fresh above everything else when they shop. That is the number one driver for their store choice. Uh, and more than 70% of customers decide where to shop based 
on the on the fresh categories. So delivering that special, high quality, high value fresh experience is a top priority and, and is something we continue to focus on. We're creating and leveraging technology solution to understand every step every uh, single touches in the food chain, uh, how many steps it takes for, for the food to move from the farmers ultimately to the customer's table, leveraging sensors, leveraging uh, uh, technology to create data signals along the way for every single uh, node in our uh, distribution network. And we use the data to optimize and reduce uh, the transit time, obviously, but also uh, uh, optimize all the conditions around the products when they're being uh, uh, carried from one point to another point to make sure we maintain that level of freshness, accelerate the distribution, ensuring basically that the, the product when it gets to the customer's home is at its peak of freshness. Mm -hmm. And we, we want to make sure the customer sees that, feels that when they eat it, but also when they shop in our stores. And we're gonna bring more and more data around the product that they shop to show them where they are in, in that journey. So strategically leveraging technology, our talented associates and, and processes, we're building on the foundation of our fresh products and our brand's portfolio, and coupling that with the seamless experience we discussed earlier uh, to make that freshness uh, available to our customers where and when they want it without having to compromise. Well, uh, one area of uh, Kroger's business uh, that probably doesn't get talked about enough and, and, and a, part, a key part of its profitability equation are uh, growing alternative revenue streams. Um, how are Kroger's technology and data capabilities driving the growth of uh, one, I guess, its retail media business? And also, where does the company's 8451 data and analytics unit play in all of this? Leveraging data science to bring amazing customer experiences is also beneficial to the CPG partners, all of our suppliers, right. and helping them be more relevant to the customer. So we've had a long history of driving and providing that shopper insight and the ability to activate that shopper insight uh, through uh, media for a long time. Uh, we launched and uh, and now uh, growing uh, Kroger Precision Marketing, which is our fastest growing alternative profit right. business last year, outpacing industry growth rate, um, leveraging obviously our data asset, which are the, at the core of every audience we build, and our technology platform to expose the advertisers to the right customers uh, is that's part of of, of the key uh, success factor of our, our retail media business. When you think about 8451, that's the team behind Kroger Precision Marketing, driving the right. science uh, to create these precise audiences, but they also create the shopper inside that helps our suppliers, our partners understand who their customers are and their, their overall journey uh, around their brand, around their product. We engage um, close to 2,000 brands last year alone, uh, and we give them that opportunity to be in front of the right customers at the right time. Again, back to my point on, you know, you could have thousands of offers at, at any given time. What really matters is like, how do we help uh, a specific uh, partner, advertiser, brand be in front of you with the right offer at the right time so that it's not like a, a billboard of advertising. Mm -hmm. it, it really feels relevant uh, right. and specific and personalized to that customer. In a way, 8451 is both the, the data and technology engine behind our retail media, but also the guardian of that customer engagement to make sure we, we stay true to the com commitment to be relevant and personalized and stay customer first.
Well, uh, let me take advantage to get uh, your outlook on uh, what's ahead for uh, this industry, since you're in the thick of so many different things going on at Kroger. Well, uh, after the pandemic restrictions receded, uh, food at home demand and also the, the usage of online grocery has uh, kind of remained stronger than I think many industry executives expected or also industry observers. Uh, what's your outlook on uh these trends and uh, Kroger's positioning? It's a very tricky question. Obviously, <laughs> uh, we, we are asked uh, all the time. I'm asked all the time, like, I, I'm not an economist. I, I, I don't, uh, I can't see in the future. Uh, we have opinion. Our job is to be obviously prepared uh, for the unexpected. I'll, I'll tell you candidly, looking back at the last few years uh, on your first point, I'm extremely proud of how our associates were here for our customers and all the communities we serve through the pandemic and 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 all the complexity that we faced uh, over the past few years. We had weeks where we saw volume in certain <laughs> digital channels where we were going up 800 percent. There is no training. There's no plan. There's no playbook that tells you, hey, one day you're going to see 800 percent growth, you know, uh, uh, overnight, and you'll be prepared for it. Um, our teams found found ways to uh, operate our stores, our supply chain, um, despite extreme spikes in volume and 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 massive disruptions in in the industry, in the retail industry. So at no point did anyone take their foot off the pedal, and I think that was the big the big difference. So, you, you, if if you had asked me ten years ago uh, the same question, hey, how will you make sure you adapt and navigate uh, a pandemic when it happens? I, I probably would have like smiled and said, I, I don't know, like, I, you know, <laughs> but, but, but here we are, you know, partly investments we've made um, to be more agile, partly because of the resilience uh, of our associates across the organization, partly because we never lost that commitment to our customers. We did things we never thought were, were possible. So definitely very grateful for, for our customers who continue to reward us with their, with their loyalty. Um, but looking forward, we are not resting on our laurels, Russ, as you could as you could imagine. Um, we are constantly thinking what's coming around the corner in technology, in data science, uh, in in various uh, capabilities that can help us bring this uh, this customer experience to life. Uh, what can we do to make the lives of our associates easier, leveraging tech and data? What can we do for our customers to remain relevant and and have the product they want, the freshness they want? Um, so I'm, I'm definitely proud of what we've accomplished in the in the last few years. Um, I'm, I'm not I cannot predict what's going to happen. Uh, inflation, recession are on uh, everybody's mind. But I, what I can say is like we we already at Kroger we are uh, we are prepared to continue to adapt uh, and flex uh, based on where the customer goes. Again, leveraging data as an early signal and an indicator of where things are, are headed, uh, and and remaining committed to the to the customer. All right. Well, that's all the questions I have today. Again, Yell, thanks very much for taking the time out. I really appreciate it. So, thank you, Russ, for having us. We're very proud and very honored by uh, by your nomination and, and award and uh, uh, looking forward to uh, seeing the future together.